0: Hello guys and welcome back to Talk Tennis Tea. You're back with me. Um, Excuse the voice, I'm coming down with a little bit of a cold. It's getting really cold down here in Wellington. It's like 9 degrees in the mornings and like 12 maybe in the afternoon. So it's real freezing cold. So I'm coming down with a little bit of something. But that's not going to stop me today. And we're going to be talking about the Roland Garros drawer. So yeah, that's the thing. So let's get straight into it. So this happened. Um, This morning, my time... But it was like evening, the draw ceremony. So yeah, grab your cuppers, Let's get down to business and let's enjoy some tea. So, uh we'll start with the women. As I said, I'm gonna be starting with women for a little bit more time. This, and the women's draw is packed. Now a lot of players are coming back, in the women's draw. There's Bethany maddox Sands. We have Serena. There's um, Azarenka. I mean Victoria Azarenka. A lot of women are back so that means a lot of the matches are really tight and there's going to be so many tough matches and I really feel like the women's tournament this year is the one I'll be watching because the men's is going to take so long to get interesting I feel like because I don't know what's happened with the draw there's some goodies but you just have to look for them so I'm going to be talking about those later on when I talk about the men but anyway to the women's one there is going to be some absolute stellar matches, I predict. I hope, for everyone's sake watching, it's just going to be a great couple of weeks for those women. Because some people have been playing some stellar tennis coming into leading into Roland Garros. So it's just going to be really good to see how they perform. And I'm hoping that a lot of the women can actually do their best because they deserve it after some of the matches they've played so I'm just going to start off by showing some of the key matches that I think I'll be watching and that you guys should definitely check out um so we've got Bethany, Medi- Bethany Matic Sands she's back and she's in the top half of the draw and she's going to be playing Joanna Larson so that's going to be interesting both good players and Bethany really I think she really wants this so that would be really good. And then the next one I think everyone will be talking about is Andrea This versus Kristina or Kiki Medlinovich. That one is my, oh, it's close to my top pick, but that is a real, that's going to be a real start of a match. Not just for the fans, but just in general. Kiki has been a bit up and down. Petrovic I would say up and down as well I don't really know a lot about her in terms of I haven't been seeing her a lot but I feel like she's a good she's a good player at the end of the day they're both really good players and I feel like there's going to be a really good match so I really want to see that one and then we have Daria Gavrilova versus Sonoya Christia who is um, Jelena Ostapenko's good friend so that's going to be a good one I don't know if they're friends or not, but I'm feeling that's going to be a really tight match as well. That's another one, for, I guess, for the younger generation because they're both quite young and they're both quite new to the game. And Christia, I don't, I've don't, i never really heard a lot about her until recently, so that's going to be a really good one to watch if you're into that. And then we've also got Georges and Sybil Kova, which that is going to be a good match. Sybil Kova has she is really she's a pocket rocket i would say george's is is deserving of a grand slam she's she hasn't got it yet so i think i don't think she has yeah she's of so they're both really good and they're both veterans in the game i would say in the women's league so they're both ones to watch out so it's kind of like i feel like the women's draw is knocking out big guns fast that is there's some really tight matches and I wouldn't be surprised if on the first day we see some people out because it's just going to be it's going to be one of those tournaments and we have Serena versus Serena Williams versus Christina Pliskova one of the twins um really interesting I'm kind of scared for Serena in that one because both of the Pliskova sisters have been doing really really well so I don't know how it's going to go, hoping for the best though, but this is, if you guys haven't been really following along with the controversies, I've been seeing some people saying why isn't Sabrina seated for this, why is she not coming in seated, and that's because of the baby obviously, with having Olympia that's put her into like the 400 and something she's like now the world 400 and something something and this is her first grand slam back since having the baby so it's kind of like people like just put her in the seating just because like using her protected ranking but it's like she's using her protected ranking to get into the tournament and I understand like I'm a Serena fan yes I would love to see her with the seating love to see her with a little bit of protection into the tournament if there was someone who was saying a baby bye like all those women who have had babies in the league should buy into the second round and I'm like "Mm, sure yes but it was their conscious decision to have a baby and obviously all babies are guests, but it shouldn't give you an unfair advantage when you come back, kind of a thing. You have to work like anyone else who was working from an injury, kind of a thing. So I do. One hand, I would love to see you go through and just see that her progress in the tournament. But then I'm also like, it's kind of unfair for those women who have been on the tour consistently doing that, or someone's coming from injury, and not really having a baby to get that unfair thing. So it's kind of like everyone has to be on the same standard everyone on the same side so those are all the matches on the first half and then in the second half the one the remote, there's only one match that stood out to me to be honest and that's Tomlanovic versus Svetlina. Svit- and Svetlina coming from is, Lama, is coming from her wed in, win in Rome so that's gonna be interesting really excited to see that and Tomlanovic has just been playing amazing tennis that if you guys don't know Tomlanovic Is Nicholas Curios' girlfriend, so Nick is Bay. So that's gonna be real interesting to see how she performs, and I feel like she's gonna do great because I've seen some of her I haven't seen some of the matches, but I've been seeing some of the results, and she's doing really amazing, so I'm proud of her and I wanna see how good she is. So versing a Masters 1000 champion could be difficult, so she might be a little bit intimidated, but I just wanted to do well and I'm definitely gonna be watching that one. Of all the matches in this woman draw that I would recommend the one that I would say everyone needs to watch. I am gonna go with. Oh, uh, it's really hard, but. I'm gonna go with Andrea Petkovic and Kiki Madlevinovic. I don't like Kiki, but for the sake of good tennis, I think that that's gonna be the match to watch. Some of them. I don't know, some of the other matches, like, all the other women's, like, they're all valuable to watch, but it's just kind of, like, they're all so tough, so you can't really know who's gonna bring it on that day, and I feel sorry for the women, because this draw is really, really tough, like, some of the girls, it's just, it's just hard, like, honestly, I'm not gonna be surprised if some big names come out, or some shockers come out, like... If, for example if Serena gets through her match she's playing uh, Ash Barty potentially in the second round that's even worse Ash Barty's like amazing so like you can't win in this woman's draw to be honest you really can't win so it's just really tough and like um who else can we say if Jelena and Victoria Zaranka both make it through they verse each other in the second round so it's just like no win win there's no win until whoever wins the championship is really the winner of the whole tournament because they made it through and Venus uh I think Venus probably has an easier side I would say I think in her third round she'd meet Conta if she gets the way through and Conta does yeah um but it's just like you I honestly don't like I can't tell you who's gonna I can't say who's gonna win because I genuinely couldn't like from this draw it's it's going to be shocking so whoever i predict is probably going to get out anyway so i'm not going to jinx them with the commentator's curse or the people's curse or anything like that so i'm going to move on to the men's side and this is really like i feel like the men's side is a really tragic draw to be honest it's going to take like for me personally i'm looking at the first round matches and when i was trying to write up some of the matches that you guys should definitely watch i was just kind of like there's not a lot to be honest like all of the goods like some of most of the men have a really easy road in and it's just kind of like you shouldn't stuff it up kind of like a feeling I'm I'm gonna touch on qualifying because I think that's probably the most interesting thing that I watched I did watch a couple of games and I was following a couple because I was following three most important boys we had Miramir Kidmanovic uh Felix Agur Asednemi and the Nasi Kokonakis, who all three of them are out, and my heart literally broke when I saw the results of the next day. Like I was so rooting for them to be in, the th- like the grand lands, and it was just so heartbreaking. Obviously, people got better. Like there were other people who were better, but it just like honestly, guys broke my heart to see that my boys didn't make it through. So I'm hoping my other boys will make it through. But for the men's one, it's just like. Ugh. Like I said, if if my faves don't make it through their first round matches, I'm really going to start criticising them and be like, what are you doing? This wasn't easy. Like, some of these matches are really easy. Like, I'm expecting three sets out. Like, I don't need to be awake till midnight, to like, the early hours of the morning to see you finish off this match. Like, it should be really easy. Sasha's very, don't take five sets to finish something off that could be done in three. Sasha, are you listening to me? Okay? Like, just simple things like that. Like, I, the person who I will allow is Stan, Stan the man Wadwinka, he is literally the only person I will allow to take longer than a 3 said match to get through this first round because he's playing Garcia Lopez and that is a tough match, Garcia Lopez is an amazing tennis player especially on the clay and Stan is an amazing tennis player on the clay and just as we see him in the sorry we're seeing him in Geneva and he's just getting back on his feet he's feeling confident he's doing very well so I'm just like oh I'm allowing you this once but from now on you know you have to be with it like come on now three sets and and so forth but like really the men's draw doesn't really attract me as much as the women's and it's kind of upsetting because it was one that I was looking forward to and like I said before the second round third round matches are probably going to be way more interesting than the first round and that's just my personal opinion if obviously some of your faves are there and they've got really tough first round matches and you're like oh my god this is gonna be so difficult for them i want to watch it oh it's real interesting then obviously yeah but for me i don't think so um let's get straight into the matches that i found in this pit of nothingness i'm gonna be really honest so in this pit we found oh <laughs> god i'm so savage shapovalov versus Millerman and Millman is an Australian, John Millman. Yeah, so Dennis versus John, basically. Um, I think this is an easy one for Dennis. I've never seen John Millman play, so I don't know his game style. But the Australians are always fighters and they dig deep, and they have grit. So I think Dennis just needs to be on his guard. But Dennis really shocked me. Like, I was so... Like, I was shook. He played so well in... Was it Rome? Was it Rome or Madrid? One of the two where he went up to the semi. I was very... I was shocked because his beginning of the clay court season was not that fabulous. So, I was like, he pulled it together. He really is pulling it together. So, I was really happy for him. So, I'm like, that should be an easy one for Dennis. Three sets max. Like I'm saying, I'm really not tolerating any five sets because I wanted to sleep this week. So, <laughs> um, Yeah. I I think it's going to be easy for him I don't know what John's going to bring But obviously Australians got grit, they've got fire So it should be easy But we never know how it's going to turn out And then we had Tenny Sandegren Versus a qualifier I picked this match because I'm just interested To actually see him play And how he does in the clay court I haven't seen him so far at any of the clay court uh, tournaments like the small ones or maybe i just haven't been looking hard enough i don't really care about this man but for the sake of you guys i do it so i'm not quite sure how he's going on the clay courts i'm, I'm, I'm this is just like my throwaway match like it's going to be interesting like if it's on if it's like one of the first matches of the day and it's on like i will watch it just for the sake of watching it i'll be rooting for the other person of course but like i'll watch it and i will appreciate the good tennis that comes out of it hopefully but, yeah, if you guys do want to know, he has a potential matchup with either Marion Cilic or Duckworth. I don't know because he's playing a qualifier, so the qualifier might be really good. So, I don't know. We'll see. Um, the next match, the next two matches, are probably the only two good matches we have. Oh, for me personally, the only two good matches where I think we're going to see some of the best tennis being played, and that, uh, the first one is Demenor, Alex Demenor versus Carl Edmund, and you guys, as you guys don't know, I love both of them, as I may not show it, but I do appreciate both of them, and they both have amazing tennis, Carl Edmund is now the number one, the British number one, and Alex Demenor had an amazing Australian summer, and I've talked about him many, many time, and just how, just, just a great tennis player he is, and he just has that Leighton Hewitt spark that I just can't deal with like it's just so adorable and his game is just fire 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 like he is the demon as they nickname him in Australia so I'm really excited to see this match and this is my one match like if you only have one match that you can watch this whole first round this would be the match so definitely definitely check that out like I definitely check that out guys if you miss this match we cannot be friends anymore please like, we can't be friends. The second match that I think is next best, if you can't watch the Alex DiMenoa versus Carl Edmund, this is the one that you should be that you should watch next, is Victor Toriki versus Grigor Dimitrov. And this one, I kid you not, something's going to happen. Grigor has just been, I don't even know how to describe it, he has just been off his game. I would say, to me, he's been off his game. He hasn't, I was expecting him to be a really clay, like a real clay court contender, but he's not really like, he's got a good game. I don't know how that fits into the clay, but I was expecting more of him this clay court season, just to show us why he should be higher ranked, why he's like baby fed and all that kind of stuff. So I was expecting a little bit more from him, and since I haven't got that, but he's playing Victor Toriki, who was an amazing player. So it's going to be interesting to see this one because I feel like Gregor is going to have a challenge and it's not going to be easy. And when I say these two matches are to watch because I think they're the 5 set matches that are worth staying for five sets kind of a thing. But yeah, um, I can't say for Demon or Edmund who I picked to win. But for Troy Dimitrov, obviously I want Dimitrov to go through and I think Dimitrov will win in the end but it's going to be a struggle for him. I'm not going to lie to you guys, it might be a struggle. And then... Um, something else I saw was just, um, Dominic Thiem is playing in qualifier, and so is Pass. sorry, Stefanos Pass is also playing in qualifier, but then if they win those first round matches, they get to play against each other, and that's going to be a toughie, because Stefanos bet Denis, sorry, not Denis, Dominic, when they were in Madrid, Barcelona? Yeah, so that's going to be an interesting, it's going to be an interesting rematch. Um, to be honest with you, I don't know who I want to win because I love them both. But I'm a big Steph fan. But then I'm looking further down to see who we would verse. And Stephanos would easily make it through really deep if he could beat Dominic theme. Because it's M. Bettanini. Who's an Italian guy, I don't know him, and he's versing the qualifier. And then we have Giaz Muller, and he's versing the qualifier as well. So, effectively, I don't know who, which qualifiers they're gonna verse, but one of them will go through, potentially Muller. So, it'll either be Dominic Theme versus Giaz Muller, or Stefano, Stefano Sipas versus Giaz Muller. So, it's gonna be interesting, and that section of the draw is gonna really open up the next bit because it can either be Dominic Theme, obviously, Dominic Theme is the expected route. To easily bypass, but I think Steph or Muller could really have a shot in this, and I really hope they both take it to hand and they just don't. They just don't stuff up, as we say. Like like I've been saying, the men really have an easy time in the draw, so it's. I feel like once you get to the second, third round, it'll be more fighting, but the first round, it's just like, do the, like, do the bare, not the bare minimum, but do enough to get yourself through, don't fight with anyone, don't cause any problems, just do enough, play your game, just think about you getting through the match at match at the time, point after point, and you'll make it through, then the second and third rounds will be really interesting, because it'll be like, the best of the best, and then it'll start knocking out people, and that's when we can actually fight, start having really good matches, so... That was my Roland Garros draw reaction. I was a bit brutal because, like I said, the women's draw this year, I think, will be holding the tournament. I'm not going to be surprised if the women have a greater turnout because some of the matches are just insane. The level that they're going to have to create. And I expect most of these women matches, women's matches to be going to three sets. Like, I really do. And if they're going like, to two, both tie breaks. So it's just going to be one of those tournaments where it's really, really tight, and I really hope people turn up for the women's matches, they're not sleeping on the women's matches, they're there, they're with it, they're onto it, they're supporting people, because that is a real problem, and we're just going to talk about this, because we're going to get political a little bit, but, like, the women's matches, usually in slams are the ones that people avoid, and the men's ones are more interesting, and I fall into their trap sometimes you guys see me most of the time i start with the men because the men have the greater matchups and some of them are really good but like i said today These are really, like, I'm not really going to be watching the men's tournament, maybe those two matches that I noted, and maybe just, like, my favourites matches just to see if they get through, but I'm not really going to start watching the men's tournament until, like, the third round, when it's actually really getting interesting, so for those first two rounds, the women have my full attention, because I know they're going to be delivering great tennis, there's going to be some great matchups, and it's going to be insane like, actually insane, I think it'll take me a minute, like, if something happens in the first day of the men's round one, that's really like, oh, these guys are creating great tennis, then I'll be surprised, and I'll probably tune back in, but otherwise, they don't have men, like, until the third round starts, that's when you wake me up, like, start tweeting me when you see the third round matchups, because that's when I'll be awake, and I'll fully be interested in the men's tournament, because, because it's just really boring, I don't know, like, most of these men have a really safe route to get far and it's kind of like if you stuff that up you're really dumb like the he has a really easy route he's playing well, not easy but it's very simple and i would be very shocked if he stuffed it up he's playing um alexander dopovalov Dup, i can never pronounce the names i'm sorry um, He's playing him in the first round. So I'm like, easy three set. And Nadal's been on fire. In the second round, it's a potential of Joel Souza or Guido Pella. And I'm like, even if it's Sosa, how many times does adult bet Souza? How many times does Nadal bet so- Pella? Easy set, third round the match. And then on the other side of that, he has Eugenie, um, Eugenie or Jaziri and Seppi and Gasquet. I think if Gasquet was to get through, Gasquet would be the potential problem to him, to be honest. And then... He'd probably end up versing either Dennis or Jack Sock is there or Ryan Harrison is on that side. So it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know if I can keep talking about it because the men's, it's just, it's what it is. And I feel like it's going to be the same men's tournament we've seen for like the past couple of years where it's Nadal, Novak, maybe some of the Spanish guys, maybe one wild card guy in the tournament at the final stages because they're the ones who really deliver. And the claim, I'm not surprised or sad about it because it's what it is. And that's what we always see. So it's not like there's any problem with it. It's just, there's nothing basic. Like, I would love, like like I said, Stefanos or Giles Miller really have a chance to do something in their heart. But it's just Dominic theme. They have to get past that. They really, like, honestly, they really do. They just have to get past theme that's the problem like one of them just has to past them and they can really go deep so yeah that's i hope you guys like that i hope you guys like the tea um hope the couple was amazing and i guess i'll see you on my next one which will probably be hopefully a mid maybe a semi-final reaction video to see i mean podcast or a middle of the dramas of the french open so far i don't know i'll put another twitter poll to see what's up and i've been using twitter polls recently if you guys haven't realized to get to know what you guys want because it's easier for me and i get to know what content you guys want to see and it's like i have ideas but it's just what do you really want to see so some of those podcasts you guys see me talking about they will probably happen But maybe not the clay court season one. But, like, in the grass season, I'll try to do all of them. And then you just post... I'll just post them all at once. And you guys can pick what you want to listen to in case your one wasn't voted for enough. Or stuff like that. But at the moment, I'm just doing the main ones because time... And, obviously, you guys... I guess my voice got better a little bit as the podcast went on. But I am... It's starting to be that time when I'm sick. So, podcasts will be there and far between. But I will try my hardest to stay inside, not talk to anyone, and just get better for you guys so yeah i hope you guys enjoyed this one and i'll see you on the next one bye